0: The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios Podcast Network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit LowTreeStudios.com.
1: Live from Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, this is the Jason and Mindy Podcast. My name is Jason. And my name's Mindy hello wife uh, coming up apparently half of us people that is uh, believe we have a million dollar idea i'll discuss plus i'll share a unique thing raining from the skies in florida a strange reason for the decrease in lightning in 2020 uh, how to make a woman happy i'm going to discuss that uh, we'll discuss how our home sale went uh, based on a question that we got from carol chapel mm-hmm. And uh, and and the and the home sale and the purchase. We're going to discuss both of those things. Uh, and Mindy will share. 10 most interesting rum facts. Oh, nice, 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 nice. I like it. Uh, welcome those of you listening live on Castbox and those of you who cannot listen live and choose to listen on your favorite podcatcher after the live show. And of course, welcome Mindy on this Wednesday, our second live show of the year, our fourth show of the year, though. How are you? I'm good. good. I'm good. That's good to hear. How was your day? We had some
0: pizza, and mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm, I'm a little, uh, not too full, but pizza makes you sleepy.
1: Mindy thinks this is really late for us to be podcasting. <laughs> it feels late. Uh, it's seven. It's really only 30 minutes later than we did it in California, but uh, mm. it does feel late, uh, but it's early in California. It's four o'clock. It is. People are just getting out of work. Yeah. you yeah, listening. We would be uh, just walking in the door. And we would be, yeah, we would be walking in the door and, and we'd be doing our, our walk in the door thing that we do, <laughs> you know, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a whole routine. You're so weird. Uh, I have a walk in the door thing that I do. What's the first thing you do when you walk in the door from work?
0: Um, set my stuff down mm-hmm.
1: and. hmm hmm Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to think. What do, What well, I you think? haven't done it in a while? I know you I work haven't. Remotely.
1: You're always home. Okay,
0: so I'll go back to mm-hmm. California. So mm-hmm. first thing I would do, come in the door, and I'd see the dog. Yes, I'd go see Hug the dog the puppy. Yep, mm-hmm. that was the first thing. Yeah, most definitely.
1: Well, it, I didn't mean I didn't mean just first thing, but you know the the routine. You'd come home and go get the dog. Uh, I'd put my stuff. Usually, me, I'd always put my stuff away. All my stuff in my bag still that's in there. Take stuff out if there's food or plates or whatever you know whatever I might have in there. Tupperware. And then I would, I usually get into comfies right away. I change out of my work clothes. I don't like uh, wearing that shit the rest of the night. So.
0: And I wonder how many people like that's their first thing they do is get out of their comfies. Yeah. You get or into, get your into comfies. the yeah, comfies.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it probably is. Uh, unless you got something going on later that day, uh, mm-hmm. which we did yesterday. We went shopping. So I, I did. And I, I went and got a haircut. My first haircut. I hadn't had one in, since uh, sh- October. My hair was so long. I haven't had it that long in a long time and i was like it's time it was just bugging me you know i was getting these little tails and i looked like i was getting a mullet and <laughs> so i went to this place and they're awesome really yeah. really great uh found a great barber that i, I look forward to using was it uh, the times
0: the one that we passed
1: yeah the professional barber i yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. called yeah, yeah yeah yeah. right there so uh loving it loving our little town is driving around and getting to know all the little areas and stuff like that we're still dealing with a bunch of stuff with the house and uh, you know, we still have a big plumbing issue that we're dealing with. That's an adventure, though. We're going to talk about that later on, Yes, <laughs> of course. Um, so let's get into the show. We've got a lot to share, of course, and we will continue to share our journey. That's later on the podcast. I mean, uh, the uh, move journey from California to Florida, which we are now residing in. Uh, let's get into this first thing. It's called a want repreneurship. More than half of us believe we have a million dollar idea tucked away in the back of our brains. A survey delved into the increasing shift towards entrepreneurship uh, found that 59% of adults have considered quitting their current job to launch their own business. The one poll survey of 2000 people found that two thirds of respondents think they would be successful entrepreneurs. Online content creation is the most popular type of business that people dream of launching with 51%. Selling products online came in second at 49%, followed by providing services virtually, 49%. In person, 46%. Uh, and opening a brick and mortar store, not very many people want to do that as much these days, 39%. When asked what keeps them from taking the leap, a third pointed to a fear of failure everybody has that fear while 37% say they lack the financial means Mm. three in five are already ahead of the game uh, by having a side hustle or are seriously thinking of launching one. I like this because, Now, I I didn't always think I had a million dollar idea. It was never about being a millionaire. Uh, Really, it was just about being able to make as much money as I had already made doing the thing that I really wanted to do. Uh, Those ideas uh, later on in life start to go, "Hmm, maybe not. But, right. but in the very beginning, yeah, I, I mean, I we tried a lot of different stuff. At one point, podcasting was one of those big things. We invest a lot of time and energy and money into it. Created our own network and did stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just wasn't very fruitful. And and then things changed. Uh, you know, life changed. Yeah. Different jobs, things like that. But I still dream of that stuff. I still sit there and go, "This is not what I want to do," you know. Uh, and and I and I I really. Still feel like it's possible to, to initial do that. My answer
0: of it? was like, I think about that every day. Like what yeah, can right. I do?
1: Absolutely. Know, absolutely.
0: Or it's something that I could make into a business. Remember, we were sitting there going because okay, so backstory. Jason and I had to store our um our RV.
1: Yeah. And, oh my, yeah. <clears> and what did. they
0: charge for these beautiful covered uh garages basically for these Incredible. RVs, 600 bucks a month. Well,
1: the really nice ones. Yeah. But even the smaller ones where it's out, like where we're at currently, it's about a hundred bucks a month. You just have a property, you know, yeah, and, if you had and a, a secure gate.
0: Yeah. And you could, you know, gradually make even make it better and better and better.
1: That's awesome. I mean, that's a good business model, really. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the one they are there at six hundred a night—that's an incredible business model. You can do really, really well if you actually get and they people were all to full. pay it. I don't know if that one was full. That particular one oh. was—I don't know if he was full because he had availability. He called me. Oh. Okay. So at six hundred a night, I'm sure he. is not a hundred percent full. Yeah. What did I say? A night. night. Oh God. (laughs) It's not a hotel. What am I talking about? Yeah. A month. I apologize. Yes. You're right about that. But yeah. Yeah. You know, having a good idea, at least for me, it's a really good hobby that maybe could be something really, really fun to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been that kind of person thinking about that stuff all the time. Uh, If you think you've experienced harsh weather lately, be thankful that you aren't in Florida.
0: We haven't. Got any hard weather?
1: And if you're an iguana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, temper- with temperatures in Miami dipping below 50 degrees Fahrenheit, 10 degrees Celsius on Monday morning, meteorologists were warning to watch for falling iguanas as CNN's Allison. Chinchar put it, iguanas uh, begin to get sluggish or lethargic once the temperature drops below 50. Uh, But once the temperature drops below 45, all the iguanas go into a dormant or cold stunned state. The problem, iguanas often sleep in trees. Mm -hmm. So when their bodies go dormant, they tend to fall onto the streets cars pools or even people
0: oh that's so gross and
1: keep in mind we aren't talking about little lizards these are big lizards they can be up to five feet in length and weigh up to 20 pounds uh, so you don't want to want one to land on you or your car really for that matter wow uh, but don't, I didn't know
0: they got that big.
1: They're huge. They're huge. There's this guy on uh, uh, on YouTube, and I forget his name, but we started watching him, and he goes and catches these yes. things. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, he kills them and makes leather and shit out of him wallets he sells them to people that do that yeah. but he also chases pythons because pythons are aren't natural to uh florida mm-hmm. um and they're they're kind of running rampant in some of the swamps swampy areas so he goes and hunts them and and makes a good good living the city pays him like per per size a certain amount so he he makes his living doing that plus making the videos um, but it's pretty interesting uh, yeah Got pretty cold here. Uh, here, we're, f- we're further north uh, from Miami, uh, and it was 30 degrees over the weekend, which mm. is I think is very, very cold. I've never, you know, heard of it being this cold in Florida. Of course, it's our first year here, so we don't really know. We brought the cold. Oh, yeah. We, we feel like we brought it, but uh, <laughs> kind of interesting. It'd be weird to see iguanas falling out of trees.
0: Yeah, they. I was watching um, the news the other morning, and they were showing what one looks like when it fell out of a tree and it, yeah i would
1: yeah they're stunned
0: <clears throat> yeah and, and they don't sometimes make it when they fall far no of course
1: cuz especially a 20 pounder who's falling from the top of a tree he's probably going to die yeah or you know be very very badly injured uh, i want i do want to cover the uh the my birthday cuz it passed and um my first birthday here in, in florida uh, we had big plans. Angie was visiting. Of course, remember Angie was on the podcast last mm-hmm. week. Angie is Mindy's sister. So we had we had a really we had a we had kind of a plan to go out to dinner, maybe go watch a, a band or something like that. Well, that day, so we've had this one of our adventures, I'll share it right now. One of our adventures has been um, getting insurance for for the, for the house here, which every homeowner has to have insurance for a home. Um, but it was a little bit challenging because in our four point, there was a couple of electrical issues that were called out. The oh, previous owner paid for one, we paid for a certain bit of stuff to be done. Uh, anyway, it, the Florida Power and Light Company had to come out to assist the electricians to do this work. And they had to shut the power off, cut the the wire, mm-hmm. and then the, then the electrician's replace the entire wire, uh, coming into our home. Well, our electrician was done at one 30 in the afternoon, Florida power and light didn't come back to our house and restore our power until 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. It was pretty, we, we, were, were, we were pretty, pretty bummed. Pissed. You know, we had plans. We wanted to go do something and then we realized very quickly it's not going to happen. So we just lit a bunch of candles. Eventually I ended up turning on my small generator and plugging in a light and charging our phones cause yeah. they're all dying. Um, so we made the best of it, but, yeah, uh, did. it was, uh, it was a pretty interesting yeah, night. That one will be a birthday. memorable
0: birthday just for the fact that it was just us three here in candlelight mm-hmm. and, uh, we went and got uh, food though, right?
1: I went and got some food and brought it back. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I found it, found a little place to, hey, Jason uh, yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you very much. And then yeah. we didn't do shit the next day. We didn't do anything. You know, special. Yep. We took, I mean, other than taking Angie to the airport and buying a couch, finally got it, finally picked a couch out.
0: We finally did it.
1: That's been one of the last pieces of furniture that we have uh, been struggling to get. And well, it wasn't a lot out there when we were looking. Yeah, but we finally found something. So mm-hmm. we're, we're happy about it. Uh, next thing here. Uh, there's a lot of lightning here in, in Florida. It's considered the lightning capital of the United States. Uh, Some scientists believe that COVID-19 lockdowns may have helped decrease the amount of lightning produced in the atmosphere in the year 2020. Mm. A recent study presented at a meeting of the American Geophysical Union analyzed atmospheric factors that may have contributed to reductions of 10 to 20%. The study focused on aerosol optical depth which measures particles produced by burning fossil fuels. These particles can accelerate and enhance the collection of water vapor and, uh, and, and cloud formation. That's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. The AGU noted that reduction in lightning was generally consistent with reductions of aerosol particles. So, less people traveling around and using their cars, uh, less lightning. Hmm, interesting. interesting how less people makes yeah. things a little better sometimes. Wow. Well, Strange.
0: I, I, right. I was thinking like, I wonder how many other things change too as well. A lot.
1: A lot of things change. Just
0: by staying home. Yeah. Not being out on the street, like the carbon we emit from our
1: cars. All of it. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Carbon
0: monoxide. Carbon what?
1: Yep. Carbon something. Carbon monoxide. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're on. No, carbon dioxide. Dioxide. Is <laughs> carbon monoxide is what we exhale. <laughs> yeah. We could be wrong. I so don't if know. we're wrong, it's just just who cares? We're gonna we'll move on. That's that's what we do when we're wrong. Here we go. It's entertainment news with Mindy. We're gonna get yourself some entertainment news.
0: All right, first up, Demi Moore and Mila Kunis, if I'm saying her name right, the past and present wives of Ashton Kutcher, uh, have paired up for a playfully awkward new Super Bowl commercial. In the funny ad for AT&T called A Lot in Common, the women play themselves as a high school, uh, well, at a high school reunion. And during an uncomfortable moment, Moore says to Kunis, I had no idea we went to the same high school. Kunis shoots back, we have a lot in common. Oddly enough, in, <laughs> in addition to being married to the same person, Kunis and Moore really did attend the same high school, Fairfax High School in Los Angeles.
1: Crazy, that's wild.
0: <laughs> and uh, Downton Abbey fans will have to wait a little longer. Focus Features has mm. pushed back the release of Downton Abbey, a new era, by two months. The sequel will now be released on May
1: 20th. Is it a series series? I'm not sure.
0: Okay. Um, in music notes, Keith Urban will f- fill some scheduled gaps left open at Caesar's Palace in Vegas after Adele postponed her residency. Mm-hmm. Urban uh, has announced five gigs between April 25th and uh, through April 2nd at the world famous Coliseum. Uh, Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin, both got new ink to celebrate the birth late last year of their second daughter, hmm. Cody. Cody Jane Brown. Uh, he had Cody tattooed on his left uh, hand, and Caitlin got a similar tattoo of their daughter's name. It actually looks pretty cool. I saw the pictures she had caitlin jane and he had cody jane and and cody both of them it looks pretty cool that's cool and lastly brian adams has shared the new single never gonna rain from his upcoming 15th studio album so happy it hurts out march 11th he's currently on tour in europe hitting portugal spain and switzerland between now and next weekend and i think jason has a little yeah bit let's that. Uh,
1: let's let's share it They said, time is a healer, time will take your pain away. They said, love is a teacher, teacher to get on your knees and it's interesting uh the video is cool uh i didn't know he played bass he's a bass player
0: yeah uh, i just i like there's something about his voice I, I
1: yeah I, he's look. he looks older looks yeah. good though looks good for his age he got a nice haircut and uh looking sharp
0: so yeah check it out his videos out yeah. on youtube and uh yeah
1: absolutely Well, thank you he's him, still
0: indeed. producing songs okay. after I, all I think these that's years.
1: great i think that is awesome and it's a good song so right, let's move on to a question the time has to come for you to answer the question, the question of the podcast, it's coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has to come for you to answer the question. I don't know what it is. I
0: do. If you could do something dangerous just once with no risk... Mm. What would you do?
1: Dangerous. Now, Dino wrote in. I saw Dino's (laughs)
0: He was like, What? That doesn't make sense. Well, there's
1: no, if there's no risk, then it's not dangerous. Yeah. 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 We get it, bro. But I get what he's saying. It's smart. But, um,
0: but I, I took it like, you know, like bodily harm or like you're not going to die from it like if you're not physically going to feel some sort of trauma,
1: I get what he's saying. If there's no risk, then how is it that it takes part of the fun out probably, right? Cause right. part of the fun, part of the excitement, part of the adrenaline is that you're doing something that may cause you to die.
0: Yeah. Well, that's right? not fun thinking about that.
1: Right. <laughs> um, I would say I would like to snuggle with a a a bear, um, a grizzly bear. Really? Just pet it. Stinky things. Stinky? Why do you say they're stinky? How do you know they're (laughs) stinky?
0: I'm sure they are. They're filthy, filthy animals. About that.
1: Well, anyway, that's what I would want to do.
0: Really? Okay.
1: I mean there's a lot of things I could think of but in the moment I was like hmm that'd be kind of cool to, because they're scary I mean they'll 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 mess you up.
0: Well I, I was thinking something kind of along those lines um yeah, I was animals. Um like I want to pet like a big cat. Mhm. You know but I don't want it taking my arm off.
1: Yeah like what which one and like a tiger a or a, or a lion any of them, or a really. yeah.
0: To pet one, you know?
1: Yeah. You ever see, you see those people, those videos of people that do pet them, you know, and they have relationships with them and, 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 and you know, that, like they're not attacking At, them. It's just crazy to think that. Yeah, uh, but
0: it, it would just take, and that's what's dangerous about it is to, it would take just them just snapping. one moment. Yeah. One, one bad moment. Yep.
1: Uh, Wayne says swim with sharks. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I was thinking of that too.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting. People do it. I mean, people do do those things, all the things that we're listing, but we're not brave enough to actually do those things. So. <laughs>
0: exactly. So um,
1: let's get into the listeners.
0: Angie said, jump off a train when she was here last time. Uh, That's right. She did say that. She, mm-hmm. she did say that. Carol Chapel said, walk with a pride of lions yeah. in their natural habitat. See, I'm with her. So I want to pet one. But yeah, she's, she would like to walk with them.
1: Mm-hmm. Just hang out with them. Walk with them. Take a stroll.
0: Eh, Dino never answered. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, Kelly said, a skydive. Uh, Jesse Vaz said, rob a bank dressed like a 1930s gangster while listening to Sing Sing by Glenn Miller. <laughs> i always so spe- wanted to sp- do that.
1: It's very specific. <laughs> very. Mm-hmm.
0: B said, Niagara Falls in a barrel.
1: Oh, uh, no, I would never want to do wow. that. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that.
0: That would be a crazy ride, wouldn't it? Wow.
1: I just don't think you'd feel well. I mean, it you're going to get thrashed <laughs> around inside that barrel. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. don't think that would ever be. I'd rather just jump off Niagara Falls, knowing if there was no risk, that'd be really, really fun to do. Oh, gosh. Just, you know, and then plunge into that water. I mean. Yeah, no, no. Crazy.
0: Alan said uh, rock climb. Okay. And uh, Rodney said uh, Rob Bill Gates. Oh, all right. Violence. <laughs> that's just mean.
1: That poor mean. guy. He's. How are you going to rob him anyway? It's not like he keeps all of his cash in his wallet.
0: I like this next one. Tracy said, "Race a dragster." Mm. That sounds like fun, right?
1: That's a really good one.
0: But there is a, you know, an element of danger.
1: There's, there is, and that's they, it. They make it pretty safe nowadays, but you have to be good at it, and they practice a lot. Mm-hmm. I would. uh I'm going to add to mine. I would want to ride one of those big waves. This is you know those surfers that take on those 30 foot waves and shit like that. That would be so cool to try oh, sometime. Yeah. A lot of danger in that, you know. A Lots. lot of danger. So uh, yeah, I'd try that.
0: Yeah, those are those are just crazy waves. I'm surprised they come out of them even alive.
1: Yeah, it's wild. It's pretty cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for answering the question. The question, the podcast for next week is what do you complain about more than anything else? Oh, I know what I complain about lately. So good. Okay. That's pretty good. Hopefully we
0: get a bunch of mixed answers on that one. I'd like to hear what people complain about.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right. So uh, the question of the podcast is that I just said it. Uh, You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or Low Tree Studios Facebook page. And we will feature a response on Next Wednesday's show. Absolutely. Mindy? Yes,
0: I have uh, interesting um, rum facts. Mm. You know, because I was thinking about drinking since you and Nick and um, David are going to be doing your Fine podcast. Tunings. We yeah. went to a liquor store looking for a particular rum. And I loved rum. Rum it was my drink. I can't really drink it now. But when I did drink... That was my go-to. Gotcha. So there are many different types. The first thing to know about rum is there are many different types. The versatility is what makes it so popular and easy to make a drink you will love, which i that's what I did like. I could mix it with Coke. I could mix it with like Malibu. Coconut, pineapple, anything. Mm-hmm. Dark rum is the strongest and has a really deep, rich taste. Kind of like your whiskey, probably, like different whiskeys.
1: Yeah, David was telling me that he tried, uh, I believe he tried it, it was a rum he had, and he said it was a really good sipping rum. Um, I think it it was, might be a spice rum. I think rum. it was Boogie that told him about it, and he, he recommended it. I forgot which one it was now, though.
0: And they, they, and they were saying that, like, your white rum is, um, like, good to mix mm. with drinks because mm-hmm. it's lighter obviously. Um, but the spiced rum is like you would do with whiskey. You'd sip it. You, it's just a sipper and it's interesting. Got, yeah. And I thought, God, that'd be really cool to like,
1: I should try that. Try sometimes. whiskey.
0: Like, or I mean, try rum. Like you guys do whiskey.
1: You do like rum. I wonder if it would, uh, uh you yeah, know, it
0: probably won't. It probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then if, um, there's also, uh, a seafaring pirate. Wait, let me read it. If you want to feel like, a, oh, if you want to feel like a pirate, <laughs> mm-hmm. then there is even Navy rum.
1: Navy rum. Interesting. Yeah, never heard of it. Mm, me neither.
0: Uh, okay, so uh, rum is one of the world's oldest alcoholic spirits. In fact, some say it's the oldest. Mm. Uh, what is known for sure is that the Mount Gay brand from the Caribbean is the oldest rum still made today. Deeds have been found from 1703 that show rum being produced on the land they occupy.
1: Wow. What is rum made of? Does it, does it go into that a little bit?
0: Um, it does, but it is, I'll just, I'll skip down to that one. Uh, since you mentioned it, um, it is a secret.
1: It's a secret.
0: Yes. Pretty much every major rum brand has their own secret recipe and ingredients that go into their rum to get the final product, the exact details are fiercely guarded. And those who do know are sworn to secrecy. Bacardi, for example, is made uh, to a recipe passed down from its original founder to the family member who is in charge of the business or about to take over. Um, basically they don't. That
1: is interesting. Uh, nobody, Cause whiskey, you know what it's made of, mm-hmm. you know um, it does. They don't, they don't tell they, you know, you, you know what goes into whiskey and, uh, you know, it's just interesting that they don't. That's what they're they don't saying it, about that. Whatever it you know, is, what wine's made of? You know what beer's made yeah. of? You know, it's uh, rum. And what the hell is it?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Vodka, isn't
1: it? Isn't vodka potatoes or some shit? What is, I think so. Yes. Yeah, well, be yeah.
0: made from potatoes and uh, gosh, there's something else too. I was reading.
1: It's well, rum is fermented something, get, but one, what? I, I don't know. God. I got to find out. Some there's there is <laughs> There is knowledge. There is knowledge out Wayne's there. Wayne's favorite
0: is Kraken and that, that is pretty good. Let's see. Um it was used by sailors of course as well as pirates. Rum is also linked to sailors in general. In fact, many sailors were often paid in rum or had it as an added bonus to their wage basic wage.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Um, rum was also used by the Royal Navy to help keep their sailors in good health, and scurvy was a rampant disease on board ships, and rum was thought to help keep that away. I don't, I don't probably not. <laughs> led sailors uh, in the navy, they were they would get one full pint, and uh, of course that was outlawed in 1970. Everybody was probably drunk by then. Uh, the largest distillery is in uh, Puerto Rico. Um, known mainly for its white rum. It also produces a range of others that sell well globally. This has led them to building a huge distillery and processing plant in San Juan, Puerto Rico. 100,000 liters of rum are churned wow. out here every 24 hours to satisfy the demands oh my gosh. of Bacardi customers worldwide.
1: Do you know what scurvy is? I don't. Uh, It's interesting what it is. It's a disease caused by a deficiency of vitamin C Ah. characterized by swollen bleeding gums and the opening of previously healed wounds, which particularly affected poor nourished sailors until the end of the 18th century. Well, maybe. Should have threw some oranges on that ship, you know. (laughs) Any fruit, really, because I think all fruit has vitamin C in it Mm -hmm. or most of it.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure Bacardi would... uh... Ale. That. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe make you not think about it.
0: Let's see. Um. Oh, in um, Puerto Rico, it's uh, nicknamed the Cathedral of Rum. Oh, really? Reason. Okay, interesting. Um, it, it used to be called a Kill Devil. Over time, rum has known uh, been known by many informal names depending on the culture and where it has been drunk. One very common one in many places, though, was Kill Devil, but was But what was the origin of strange... Oh, never mind. I don't know what this person's writing. Anyway, it all (laughs) goes back to rum in ancient times being unrefined and thus very harsh on the palate, right? So when you drink it, it's kind of like whiskey. So people would joke uh, that it would literally kill... I've never the devil inside of you, and oh, so that's right. why they called it "kill devil."
1: I've never had rum without be it being mixed. I've never just had rum, so that's interesting. I'll have to try that.
0: I know now we have some spiced rum uh, from Costco, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is probably pretty good. I'm sure, You should just try that on ice. Just we should, a yeah, it's a little sipper. Try it out. Yeah, let's see. I got a couple more. We already talked about it being secret. Um, it can apparently stop your hair from falling out. A lot of people mm-hmm. used rum as a shampoo. Really? Um, they say, they. many people think that the properties within rum are a natural hair thickener and straightener.
1: How do they know? They don't know what it's made of.
0: <laughs> and let's see. Uh, Nelson, this guy named Nelson, he was a famous, well-respected, oh, he was na- in the Navy, English Admiral Horatio H-O-R-A-T-I-O
1: I have no idea I thought it would maybe
0: Spanish anyway as a premier naval admiral of his time they put his body in uh, rum mm-hmm. in the, I guess like a casket and then when he, they brought it back to his home apparently they drilled holes Ugh. and drank nope <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 so nope. gross. Ew, uh, pickled person. Yeah, I was oh, thinking. Oh, that's disgusting. It's
0: disgusting, yeah.
1: That is absolutely gross, what you just said.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was, I was like, what? Did I read no, that No, right? no, no, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. And let's see, um, even God
1: likes rum. Uh, really? As you know. would expect. Talk to God about for it?
0: For an alcoholic spirit, rum goes through a distill. Distillation process called along the way to get. I just can't read tonight. <laughs> 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 to get it ready to be sold to the public, but of this, see some of the rum evaporate into the atmosphere and be lost forever. Oh, that's what they think God likes. So it. the lost rum is known usually as the angels' share, as it's going up to the sky and heaven.
1: That's pretty cool. Angels share.
0: <laughs> and lastly, the most expensive rum
1: is how much, Jason. Uh, per what? Like we're talking about a bottle? A bottle. Uh, I'm going to go with $1,000 a bottle.
0: Oof. Keep going.
1: Keep going. million dollars a bottle. Okay, that's too much. $20,000 a bottle.
0: Yeah, let's try $40,000. Okay. All, with As with All Spirits, you can pay as much, obviously, for a bottle of something, right? Mm-hmm. And the cheaper end of the market, see some fine ones to use while there are naturally some more expensive rums you could try out. The Rye and Nephew Rum Company in Jamaica are currently thought to sell the most expensive rum. This is a batch from 1940 that will set you back 40000 a bottle.
1: Dang. Yeah. That's a lot. That's- but that's all, That's all you know, fine liquors, you know. I mean, scotch is that way. You know, McKellen has some really expensive scotch.
0: And I don't think, would you, okay, here's a question for you. Would you, if you bought this for 40000 would you set it in your home as a conversation piece or would you that's pop it. that open?
1: That's a silly thing, right? You know, it's yeah. like you, you spend, <laughs> it's like those people that buy really expensive cars. Are you driving it? You know, uh, Hmm. You know, it's a little different with a, with a rum because once you open it's it, gone. it's gone, it turns gone. into piss, you know, yeah. and that's it. It's gone. Yeah. Um, I think so it'd be you really probably cool would probably somewhere celebratory one sip, you know, you, you have a really good bottle that you're enjoying. And then at the very end, you top it off with, with a sip of that, you know, uh, but yeah, you definitely would want to drink it. Yeah, you think. I think, uh, I think huh? so. Eventually you Once just you open take your time it, drinking it, it. Isn't it done? Uh, I, I, no, it's not done. Mm-hmm. A hard liquor just stays. It's not like wine. It doesn't, it doesn't have the bubbly. <laughs>
0: Wayne says, I'm opening it Fuck that. I paid for it.
1: Yeah. I, I would take my time drinking it. I wouldn't drink it in one sitting, you yeah. know, I try to savor it a little bit, share it with people, um, but that's it. Uh, he also says Wayne. Wayne also says Kraken also makes a black roast coffee rum that is amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, he he replaced Kahlua with it, so instead of Kahlua, he uses that. Nice. Um, I should be getting a rum this week for fine tunings. I was trying to find it. I don't that's know what made me think it. of
0: this whole. thing. Little thing here. So, and what was that called? It was.
1: I can't pronounce it. I don't have it in front of me. It looks like a coconut. Yeah. The bottle it's by Captain Morgan. It looks like a coconut and you, you mix it with pineapple juice. So, um, I'm looking forward to trying it on fine tunings. Um, we're going to do this thing where whatever they you know do, I try to get it and have it. The only problem is I'm going to end up with a lot of fucking alcohol.
0: I know. I'm going to
1: try not to overdo it. Well,
0: we'll try and look for small bottles. Well,
1: well, what needs to happen is I need to pick the next one and pick, use a combination of whatever I already have.
0: Yes. Can I help so, you do that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to do that so that I'm not just continuing to collect alcohol. We brought so much alcohol with us. I need to put it away here from California that we, yeah, it's sitting in cool in a cu- couple of coolers mm-hmm. in our garage. We haven't, you know, we don't have a, well, a uh, second it's, refrigerator. Most of it's
0: not open. I didn't want to throw
1: it out. God, we brought all that with us too. So, uh, it's, it was in the pods It traveled with the pods. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's get into, uh, fun. Ugh, fast. Fun, fun, fun. According to a 2014 study, the melting properties of a mozzarella make it the best cheese for topping pizza. Yum. So good we just had pizza. Mm-hmm. Fun fact
0: with uh, uh, Florida, the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. The sunsite, the sunsite. The sunsite. Yes. <laughs> yes it is. I'm just going to give up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Tongue's not working. Mm-hmm. The Sunshine State. Yes. Is the only Oh my god. Is of only two U.S. states to have a tropical climate. Guess what the other one is?
1: Oh, Texas? Maybe. Nope. Another another top. Oh, Hawaii. Yep. Yeah, it's you Hawaii. got it. Um, okay. Mexico's full name translates to the United States of Mexico. Say huh. that again. Mexico's full name translates to the United States of Mexico. I've never heard that before. I don't get it.
0: <laughs> okay. We got. We're just. I don't get it. We're just roaring with one. good fun facts. Tonight. I don't get that one. All right, my last one is the uh, Gulf Coast destination is re- renowned for its sunny weather, mm-hmm. with 361 sunny days a year. St. Petersburg holds the Guinness World Record for the most sunny days on average per year.
1: Well, that's interesting because it rains every day. <laughs> But it's also sunny every day. Yeah. So it's a weird place. They call it the Sunshine State. And that always made me go Sunshine State. it literally every day between three, two and three o'clock, it rains. Is what I'm told. I haven't, I haven't lived a, a summer yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll, but it we'll is. But also it is sunny every day. But the winter, we've had some days where it did not get sunny. The whole weekend almost, Angie, the whole time Angie was here almost. Mm, I know. Leading up to it. It's pretty interesting fun facts complete all right how to make a woman happy well heck with that uh i would say even, even how to make a partner in general happy make right dinner are you already guessing? Is that what you're, you're doing here? <laughs> I've got the top five. Making dinner might be on the uh, the, the last half of it because I have the top 10. I'm doing it over two parts. So I'm going to do it again next week. Um, splitting it in half. Okay. So uh, it might be on there, but not on the top five, Mindy. And oh, wow. Is, so
0: they didn't even make the top five?
1: Not the top five. Okay. Make dinner.
0: Um, so this is what you can do to make A woman, your partner, your partner, happy.
1: Let's go with sex. Sex is not on the list. Wow, really? Women don't like sex. Well,
0: um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. That was a joke. (laughs) Let's go with uh, a clean house.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the top 5. Oh my god. Just remember these things though when we get to the next part of it. Okay. Okay. Welcome Diane to I... the chat and Angie. Wow, hi. She says hold off for a second. She's just hanging out for a second.
0: Okay, well, so we we'll better take make you for it good.
1: Second. We're talking about right now how to make a woman happy or your partner in general. Um, I think these things could apply to just psh. anybody. Spend money on them. Did not make the top five. I'm
0: not liking this list.
1: Diane says, hello, my friends miss you so much. We miss you a lot as well. <laughs> One of the hardest things we, uh, you know, hardest choices we made. And that's part of it. Missing, missing friends. Yeah, Many, many moments like that. Um, do you want me to just share some well, since you cannot least, guess?
0: Well, I thought I had pretty good guesses.
1: Wayne says positive reinforcement. Oh, that's good Wayne. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with that being sort of number one. Tell her you love her.
0: Oh, so yeah. Positive affirmation.
1: Yeah. Okay. T- tell her often she won't get sick of hearing it. Also tell her how lucky you feel to have her in your life.
0: I always like perk up when you tell me things like that. Mm hmm. So that's, that's probably... Very,
1: good job, Wayne. Angie says, clean the house. I already said that. Yeah. Well, that's why I say keep that in mind for the next... And she said, give her shopping money. That's I, not I on the top five. Too. You guys think alike.
0: <laughs> so uh, let's see. What else would make me happy? Um,
1: There's not a lot. Damn. I'm pretty easy. Pretty, I, I'm, you mean... You're easier the you're dog to make happy. No, I'm gonna just go through the list.
0: <laughs> oh, I know.
1: And you said make dinner. Mindy, well, I said, said that said already that, too. No, it's not on the list. Not on the top five. I probably should have done top ten. Let's be
0: real. But. Yeah, let's be real. How about surprise me with something?
1: Okay, not on the list. So let me go through the list. Leave <laughs> cute notes. It may seem very high school, but girls love it when they find a sweet note. You would do that all the girls time. girls or guys I'm guessing would love that. Mm-hmm. I would cute text, send her uh, sweet one liners or tell her how, uh, about how much you are looking forward to seeing her or send her a, um, eggplant emoji. Okay. Eggplant is synonymous for mm. the dick. <laughs> so send her that. She'll the big love purple it. One. She'll love that a lot. Uh, the next thing is flowers, of course. Yeah. Not I just for special occasions. A woman loves a bouquet of flowers anytime, really. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing, this is a good one, which all of this can be put into that the cleaning of the house. Positive reinforcement, shopping money, making dinner, pamper her, pick up her favorite food, give her a massage, buy her a spa session or jewelry once in a while. I'm
0: still waiting for you to do that.
1: I'm not going to do that.
0: with. Well, you've bought me a spa thing, but like yeah. surprise me with dinner. Like I don't know what you're ordering. You know what I like. You just bring it home. <laughs> now the other it's now, so hard to do yesterday though you did you brought me some boba
1: i did you know, you've been wanting that damn boba i know i just like it went I to a place out here and she uh can you go can we go to that place that has the boba <laughs> <laughs> like i don't <laughs> fucking care about the boba okay <laughs> but i got a haircut and it was a boba place so i got it for both so people.
0: now every time you get a haircut good. you can bring me home i some will boba. that i will do that was a good drink too that you brought
1: it had these little pops of the strawberry. strawberry ones, and they have the regular boba, the kind of the, so the good. tapioca boba. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Going on to the, yep. There it is.
0: Did you know we have somebody, we have Jesus Christ in the chat. Holy.
1: Welcome. Jesus Christ is in the chat.
0: They are. Or, it is.
1: Amazing. I didn't know that there that internet where Jesus is.
0: <laughs> Quiet. I
1: didn't know that. Do they have internet. They have internet there. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good to know, right? So is this my water cooler question? It is. <laughs> you moving on? <laughs> yes. You brought it up. So, you bring it up, I run with it. Uh, question. Yes, question. Question. S- question. Stats show you're four times more likely to buy this on Sunday than any other day of the week. What is it? I'm going to buy the, any other day. You're going to buy this on Sunday more than any other day of the week. Generally, it used to be the newspaper, but it's not
0: because <laughs> that's so old. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. Um, you are going to buy... Uh-huh. Angie, says, a, Angie a says fried
1: chicken. Why fried chicken, Angie?
0: Because fried chicken. Fried
1: chicken <laughs> on Sunday. Why fried chicken on Sunday?
0: Because it's good any day. Yeah, but
1: specifically Sunday. I
0: don't know. How about groceries? Huh.
1: Eh, keep trying. Angie says Sunday night dinner. She is closer than you. mm
0: uh, okay, Sunday night. i give
1: you two more guesses, and then that's it. This awkward silence
0: <laughs> is going away. I can't help it. I don't know. Sunday. Sunday. You're looking at me like, you should know this.
1: Sunday morning.
0: Oh, breakfast. Duh. Mm. Yes. <laughs> breakfast.
1: I help you way too much. You do. I help you, you way. But I
0: would never get it, so much. you need to help me. I yes. just, there's just some things. Sometimes I really get it.
1: People are four times more likely to buy breakfast. On Last Sunday week morning. I got
0: it right away.
1: You did a great job. I didn't have to give you any guesses, uh, but you all sucked in the chat too. You guys didn't do very well either. <laughs> and even Jesus Christ, who we think should know that probably, you know? Mm. All right then.
0: The Adventures of Jason and Mindy's Trip to Florida. That's right. Here we go. So, we are going to answer Carol's uh one of her questions and then before that though, we're going to talk about the house buying part mm. in Melbourne. She wants to know how did the California home sale go? Mm. <laughs> so, starting off um the house buying situation in melbourne um it is not at all what either one of us i think thought we were going to do i was not here jason had left a couple weeks before me so he was he was out here and when we first started to look for homes in melbourne there were a lot of homes at uh, let's just say a pretty decent price, uh, the price that we wanted to pay for. Them. And,
1: they, and they were beachside, which is where we wanted. They to
0: were be. All, almost all
1: beachside. So what does that mean? Beachside. That's uh, that's the, that's the peninsula be- that's surrounded by the Indian river to the west and the Atlantic ocean to the east. So right. they call that beachside. So and it's a collection of little small towns mm-hmm. uh, that are beachside.
0: And that's where we wanted to, to be. Um, now we got to live in Melbourne beach. And so we yep. did get to live a little bit, and and maybe we we kind of we were kind of torn. We would thought, well, maybe we don't want to live Beachside because of the way the weather elements are on that side.
1: But we had already picked our house at that point, so we were already there. So we, I think, we sort of were kind of like, yeah, maybe it was a good choice that we didn't.
0: Mm-hmm. But. Uh. I had this house on on Redfin, and I had it on there for quite a while. This one we're Th- living in. Yes, this yeah. one that we're living in. Thank you for clarifying. And um, anyway, we you know we just I think we looked at a few. I think I'd, you went all over creation with our real estate we agent. We did, yeah. Um, but this is how it went. I didn't. I wasn't here for it, and we were. Where we started off talking about there were a lot of houses. Well, by the time that Jason actually got here and started looking, we were literally maybe three.
1: Yeah, that, we were down to we, about three that we liked. Yeah, that was that it. We liked.
0: And they were dwindling quick. There was nothing really for sale that didn't need a shit ton of work. Or was not a hundred to one hundred
1: and fifty thousand dollars more than this. And particular that was house. the
0: problem too. So a lot of the houses went way, way up. And like Jason said, at least a hundred thousand more than mm-hmm. what we wanted to pay for them, and they were beachside, et cetera, et cetera. So, so anyway, so um, our house buying uh, in Melbourne ended up with Jason uh, looking at the house and facetiming me. And that's how I looked at this house,
1: right? But that wasn't the the end of it. I mean, the buying was was a it was a contingent offer. So if you don't know what that means, that means this house that we bought was contingent upon the sale of Cali- our house, our California house. So buying this house was hand in hand with selling our other house. So the stress was collective. It was it was it was twice the amount of stress and anxiety hoping that this one would sell and hoping that they would be okay, waiting if ours didn't sell and all of that. So that uh, pushes
0: us into yeah, Carol's exactly question. What and she wanted to know, did the sale of your California home go smoothly? It did not. It did not. <laughs> it did not. It
1: was a pain in the ass. Yeah.
0: As a matter of fact, I you know it's such a blur now, but I think we Uh, didn't we have like, uh, one or two offers before the initial one, but, um, one of them couldn't, couldn't qualify right off the bat.
1: We had an offer through a weekend and it was a good offer, but we wanted him cross- cross-qualified with our lender and he didn't cross-qualify. So it took us off the market for a weekend. So that mm-hmm. was one delay. Uh, then we had a young couple that were interested in the house and they put in a, a pretty good offer, a really good offer uh, that we liked. It was lower than the previous offer, but that no offer is real unless it's real, right? Exactly. Uh, so these guys, we liked them. We, we felt good about it. And prior to me moving out here, we were in escrow, which was good because now now i could put a, at least a contingent offer down if we weren't in an escrow before i came out here to actually look at homes then we had no buying power period right um but we did we, had, we were in escrow so that was good and we were able to put to put an offer on this house which luckily this house had gone through its own issues mm-hmm. and was off the market and came back on had that not happened i don't think they would have been willing to do a contingent offer with us but they did so good. Now we're in a contingent offer. Our house is going through the process. Well, one thing that was alarming for us is that they took a long time. They were slow. They didn't get their inspection in really quickly. And how really we knew quickly. that is
0: because we started the the buying process of this house. We were ma- after, much
1: much quicker than they were,
0: and we were already caught up. And we were like, "What the heck's going on? Why is a California house taking so long?" Mm-hmm go ahead and pick
1: up. Yeah. So they, they, uh, I mean, I'm going to make it as brief as I can. It, they, we were frustrated with them through the process going, what is going on? What is going on? There was a lot of lack of communication. Our agents were reaching out to them continuously and not getting replies or getting late replies. Uh, finally we were, we were about 40 days in right before Thanksgiving. And we're like, what is going on? And they asked for another extension, which was like two weeks out or something like that, something, something asinine. And so we made an ultimatum, you guys sit, shit, or get off the pot. We're done playing games. Uh, So after Thanksgiving, they said they wanted to get out of escrow with us. 44 days into escrow, 44 days. And so, so we panic. We're like, well, now we're going to lose our house. Mm -hmm. Um, the house we're trying to buy the one we're in now. And so we had to, to keep this house, we had to put a $5,000 non-refundable deposit down. So if we didn't get this house, if we didn't get a new buyer, we were going to be out $5,000. Strangely though, this is kind of one of those cool fun things that happen, unfortunate for these buyers, but their agent was so bad at his job that he clicked the wrong box. Our escrow company contacted and said, you guys are getting $5,000, the $5,000 deposit down that the previous buyers Mm -hmm. put down.
0: Rightfully Uh, so though, that that box should have been checked all along because 44 days in escrow falling out you should be held accountable. There should
1: be some penalty. Well, there was, and they were upset. Uh, they did contact us later on after we had already accepted another offer. That's a whole other part of the story. But uh, the next buyer was, went way lower, uh, agreed to terms that he did not hold to, got, got an inspection done uh, and kind of blackmailed us with a really, really bad inspection.
0: He was, a he was a liar, horrible,
1: a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> He, but look, uh, I'll say this, and Amini doesn't agree probably, but, you know, the the agent's going to try and do their part to get the house to the cheapest that they can for you. You know, we sort of did the same things to the people selling this house because there was a plumbing issue that we discovered uh, in our inspection, and they dropped the price 10 k for us. So, But
0: I don't think it was malicious like this other person. No. This other person was holding promises that they knew damn well they were never going to keep, which... Which pushed us past, what, Christmas?
1: Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to move in before Christmas, and then he had some family emergency where he had to go to Mexico, some planned family emergency. It wasn't a family emergency. He just wanted to go to Mexico, and he didn't want to sign the paperwork before he left. So we ended up spending Christmas in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was me. Fine. We ended up moving to our house. But the point is, is it was not smooth.
0: Well, and not only that, I think that what we're lacking to say is it was extremely stressful Mm -hmm. because while we're saying this to you guys right now, we didn't know every day that went by whether this was going to fall out or stick because this guy was so wishy-washy.
1: Yeah. Well, we knew he was, he was really qualified, but we didn't, you know, we just didn't know we needed to close by the end of the year. Cause it was a homestead thing. There was some tax benefit thing. So yeah, like Mindy said, we were just,
0: it came down to stressed. what, two days before, we, we closed moved. on the 31st. We what? closed
1: on the 30th. Yeah.
0: 30th. That's right. Thirtieth. Two
1: days before we got our keys on the 30th
0: and we had to, to get that homestead thing for Florida,
1: which was a ma- It's a massive amount of money saved over the life of your loan. So we really wanted it, uh, not to bore you guys with our, our details, but it was incredibly stressful. We didn't, we didn't, haven't had a lot of fun with that process. We were worried the entire time. Um, so it was so a relief to move in. I want to, sure. um,
0: uh, answer part of Carol's question. She she wanted to know, did you meet the people who bought it? No, we did not meet them. No. As a matter of fact, the last people, um, I had my good friend Diane go back in the house and take out everything that I had left for the people before had fallen out 44 days before all of that stuff was meant for them you know did, it wasn't that much we just bought them a bottle of wine and i wrote them a nice letter and i gave them the history of the house um but when the second person came in and did what they did to us i was just like take everything out they don't deserve nothing yep. it actually ruined kind of how i felt for our home
1: yeah it did it was it, not a great feel like it was
0: going to good people
1: yeah, we were ready to be done with it, you know, which I guess is a good thing because we really did love our house. So it was, it was it sort of made us go want want to wash our hands of it, you know, and I think if it went really, really well, it would have been probably a little harder.
0: And not only that, just the way California is run comparative to the way Florida is run out here. When you sell a home, this the difference, little differences. Um, it was really, um, I guess disheartening how California they're not, they're not for the homeowner at all. If you rent, if you're a, a landlord, California is not for the landlord and it's definitely not for yeah. the uh, seller.
1: Yeah, they definitely uh, will penalize the seller more than they will the buyer that, you know, that, a, that, a, that a buyer can, can hold up a cell, the sale of a home for 44 days and not face a penalty. Is yeah. ridiculous. That would not
0: fly out here.
1: Um, it's a little bit different out here. They're a little more aggressive and and, and more more fair to both sides. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's it. It. That's, it did not go well. Yeah, we. I mean, honestly, we could spend. We don't want to sound like we're complaining the whole time, but it was stressful, and we could spend a lot more time talking about it. It was pretty crazy. And
0: um, not only that, I mean, this is something we could talk because uh, it's sort of a side story is the people, the 44 days that fell out of escrow yeah. contacted us and there's a story behind that. Yeah, there's well. no,
1: yeah, they unethically contacted. It's not supposed to, uh, which we could talk about later. Yeah, uh, we'll so save that's that. That's an interesting as one. Make a note of that. We'll make sure we address that next time. So thank you for asking the question, Carol. We appreciate it. Uh, we're here now. We're in Florida. It's nice to be here. Uh, we walked, watched a rocket launch the other night. Actually, I didn't know about it until Carol told me.
0: Yeah. And we ran down to the park to go watch it. (laughs) Yeah. So we
1: went, went down to the park and it was really, really, really cool to see. So let's move on to the quote. This
0: inspirational word today is just life. 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 Life in general. Life. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. And that's kind of been me and Jason's story for the last three to four months. Yeah. Uh, And when you get tired, learn to rest, not quit.
1: That's good, I like that. Mm -hmm.
0: And your last one that I'll leave you with tonight is life is much better when you are living in the present moment.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: And it's difficult to do sometimes. It is.
1: Yeah, I will say, uh, anybody that does plan to move, just prepare for it to suck.
0: Yeah, embrace uh, it's really suck.
1: gonna suck. Um, not that I ever expected it to be easy. Uh, I didn't think it would last five months no. uh, of, of, it, of it just being, you know, cause we're still not through some of it. Uh, we've got some stuff going on that's a little frustrating still to this day. We haven't really been able to just ease in and relax and yeah. have a day, have a weekend off kind of, um, we're getting there, but it, it does take some time. So just if you're going to move, prepare for that. It's just, uh, it's, it's crazy. We have, I mean, it's one of those things where you, where you go, it happens in such a flash sort of unbelievable amount of work that we put in. And it's hard even at this moment to fathom how much work we put in and how much work we actually did to make it happen. And also haven't even really had a moment to, um, just, sorry, the phone was ringing to just, to, to just go, Oh, is that you still to, to just go, wow, we live here now, you know, and actually enjoy this really awesome time of year that Florida has where it's nice and cool and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, we just yeah, haven't yeah. really had a, a moment. We'll to, get there, but we're getting there. Yeah, there's yeah. just
0: some things, and we'll, we'll we can talk about those later in our story. But there's some things even with this house that we're we're struggling with right now, and it's just a challenge. Every day's been a challenge. <laughs> yeah, you
1: have to know with a move like that, it's the long game. It's not the mm. short game, right? It's yeah. not the it's not the oh, we're there. Let's enjoy it. It's the you're here for a long time. you many years to enjoy. You know, so yeah. you just got to think about it. Buckle like up. Yeah, exactly. Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> uh, and that's it for our show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love what we do and want more of us, check out our website, Studios.com. The links are provided in our show show notes. Enjoy your evening, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to the Jason Mini Podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily, daily grind. grind. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye.